0: whatever it takes i know i can make it through a degrassi podcast with kelsey and holland too i know i can make it through
1: hi and welcome to whatever it takes a podcast about degrassi next class i'm kelsey
0: And I'm Holland, and today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 1, The Premiere, Hashtag Break the Internet. And Kelsey, will you please read us the episode summary? Sure thing.
1: Degrassi is giving a warm welcome to an influx of Syrian refugees, and a spiteful Lola posts a controversial photo. I mean, I guess that covers it (laughs) all. That's it. That's the whole thing. Um, Also, there's no comma before and so it's just like i paused because it sounds crazy as a complete thought but <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yeah i feel like that's not the netflix summary but okay <laughs> i
1: don't think it is so basically what i started doing because the wiki is like a huge pain in the ass um and always crashes my computer i uh have just been reading the google just summary. googling which is all right
0: just as fine <laughs> Um, but the episode is called hashtag break the internet, and I guess maybe Lola's picture blew up slightly on the internet, but otherwise, and I guess Miles got kicked out of like their the commute the the Degrassi community page on the internet, but like in terms of like the actual context of this hashtag. Not really, nothing is really like breaking the internet. True. A la Kim Kardashian in like 2017 or whatever, whenever that cover came out. Oh, yeah. Remember <laughs> With <that>. the champagne. <laughs> um, what a time.
1: What a time to be alive.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. um But yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I guess we can just jump into it. So we did talk about a little. I think we talked a little bit about this last episode because we did watch this immediately after the season finale because we have no patience. Um, Which I think it's a good thing. I feel like but, it's,
1: it's good that we're enjoying the show. I think, you know, instead of like being yeah. like, I hate everything <laughs> that's going on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Like oh, don't have to watch another one until next week. I'm like that's definitely has not been my experience with next class. No, and I, it's especially like towards the end of season two. I was like, ah, all right, I can't. Got to wait till we record until I can watch the next episode because gotta keep it pure for the pod. But we didn't do that this time because we were both like, we can't wait. There's a cliffhanger. <laughs>
1: So, you know, thank you to but, everyone who like made us watch next class because I wasn't like super yeah. stoked
0: on season 1, but season 2 has been really good. Season 2 was really good. And now and now we're on season 3 and I'm excited for it. Me too. It definitely we definitely have like an interesting setup going into the season. So, the episode starts with like the aftermath of the trauma like we're going we're getting like Social media posts of the bus crash accident through this. I think someone's doing a voiceover, but I can't remember who it is. It's Miles. And that in the aftermath of a trauma comes survival or something like that. We see pictures of Maya, but it looks like she has like two broken arms, maybe. That's what I captured. And I think I know what your theory is now that I'm reading my notes. My my mental state might have been slightly altered when I watched this episode, too, so we'll see how my recall is. Um, <laughs> also, we find out that Tristan is the critically injured student. Um, It also looks like Grace broken arm. Like, this is, these are the snapshots from this, like, montage that I captured, but.
1: Yeah, I couldn't get a read if they again, were broken arms or, like. Burns or what happened? Right, something's
0: but, wrong with her arms, like both of them. Yeah, there were a lot of arm
1: injuries. Tiny looked to be in terrible shape, so I'm really glad that he's okay. That made me really yeah. nervous. Yeah, Tristan being in a coma was super spoiled for me. In oh a, really? In a fucking <laughs> Twitter comment <laughs> by like a spiteful <laughs> person who hates Tristan, being like, "I wish he was in the coma already," and I was like,
0: "Fuck." Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. Yeah.
1: It was like, I wish he was just. I, I, but it sounded like to me, I read it as like got hit by a bus. So it was like, I wish he got mm. hit by a bus and was in a coma already. So I pictured like a Regina George situation. And I was like, that feels a little. Oh, callous. no. Um, but also I was like, fuck you. God damn it. And this was like, also. Yeah. Horrible sentiment. Horrible sentiment. Horrible. Also, this was like a month ago. So I was like, oh God damn it. Like, I was still very heavily following Degrassi Next Class, friends of the show, because I was like. No context. They, uh, sorry. Oof. Degrassi, no context. <laughs> sorry. I've been puppy sitting. I'm fucking exhausted. My Same have- initials.
0: So. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know. But I was like, I was like, man. So I was like still following really heavily. And they weren't muted yet because they were like behind us. And I was like, right. I clicked on something because I wanted to comment. And I was like, God, damn, it was like the, the first or second comment on there where you can't even avoid it.
0: And I was like, Shit, mm. God motherfucker, that sucks. I'm sorry, that sucks. So <laughs> i have known for
1: like a month, and I'm like, Oh man, Ugh. I haven't been like waiting for it. But it was like they told me it was the end of season two. Like it that was also oh they it. did yeah it was like the end of season oh two. my gosh, I wish it was the end of season two. Blah blah blah, so he could get hit by a bus and be in a coma already. That's horrible. Yeah. I was like, fuck off, man. Like, I know that, like, the show's been out for a little while. It's not <laughs> your responsibility to protect me from a spoiler, but I was still really mad. I hate getting spoiled like that.
0: But also how mean to wish, like, a coma on a character. Like, uh, his character, I wish he was in a coma. Uh, anyway. That sucks. I think the biggest spoiler I got f- might have been... Claire's pregnancy and it might have been from like a YouTube comment or something and I think and also looking back um I think Amethyst Beloved pointed out to us that we stopped reading the YouTube comments because we got spoiled about Jenna's pregnancy like way back when and that's why we stopped doing that and yeah getting spoiled sucks it
1: sucks this was like this this and is a big one. This is a big one. This and um, I also got Deathly Hallows. Uh, not Deathly Hallows. I also got Half-Blood Prince spoiled for me. What? Yeah. So those are my two biggest spoilers that I still hold a lot of resentment
0: from. Um, how did you get spoiled? Like, how did you get spoiled about Harry Potter? Did um, you, like, a spiteful- were you out of borders and someone, like, screamed, Snape kills Dumbledore or something? Also, sorry, spoiler warning for... Harry Potter, but
1: Uh, no, it was a uh, spiteful. I don't remember if he was my boyfriend at the time or an ex-boyfriend, but he was like, he just like was a true asshole. And he just told you? Yep. Via AIM in all caps. What an asshole. I was like, are you? I've, I've had the book for one day. Are you fucking
0: kidding me? He didn't That's even insane. read the book.
1: He just like looked up a spoiler, a big spoiler online or like
0: someone told him. Ugh, oh, that sucks. I'm so sorry. I'm still That's- mad at him. I would be too. I would hold on to that forever. That's a huge spoiler for Harry Potter. Hell yeah. Mike, if you listen to my fucking podcast,
1: (laughs) I forgive you for everything else. I forgive you for all of the bad things from our relationship, but I do
0: not forgive you for that. (laughs) I think that's deserved yeah I I think that's completely rational I've been like
1: cheated on by a couple boyfriends and I think my biggest betrayal is getting (laughs) half footprints spoiled for it, like (laughs) half footprints I'm still way madder
0: about that than anything else I mean that's like something you can't ever you'll never experience that surprise by from reading it yeah like that's horrible Yeah. Horrible. That's why I'm still mad at whoever this commenter is. If you listen
1: to this podcast, you have to write us an email apologizing or stop listening to the podcast because I'm pissed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I remember reading that. I remember, like, finishing that chapter and I... And my mom, we were, like, about to go out to dinner or something. But it, I had been, like, my head had been in this book for the past, like, 24 hours or something. And I finished that chapter. My mom's are like, all right, ready to go. Let's go. And I'm like, how could we do anything at a time like this? Dumbledore just died.
1: That was me when Sirius Black died. I was, yeah. like, heartbroken. Like, literally crying. And... I was down the shore with my family and my mom was like, okay, we're going out to dinner. And I was like, okay, fine. And I'd like just read it. <laughs> I wasn't even going to talk about it because no one else gave a shit. And my mom was like, I got in like a ton of trouble because my mom like, just is so sensitive to any time I'm in like a shitty mood or like, she's like, you have an attitude. And
0: I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm
1: sad about this book character. And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> So So being a bitch at dinner. And I was like, but I'm so sad.
0: (laughs) Similarly, when I watched the Red Wedding episode of Game of Thrones for the first time, I like, I was like, I I already knew I was going to the park. I was actually in London studying abroad and I was like going on a bike ride with people like, that morning, but I was like, oh, I'll just watch one episode, because for some reason, I knew about the Red Wedding, but I thought it happened in the finale, not the, spoiler, not the second to last episode of that season, so like, I watched it, and then it was like, I gotta go meet my friends now, (laughs) after witnessing this brutal murder scene (laughs) where so many main characters just died, and yeah, having to, like, ride bikes at the park and, like, get Chinese food or something, I was just like, I, I'm sorry, I can't contribute to the conversation.
1: <laughs> Understandable. Yeah,
0: I think I think Any. everyone that listens
1: to this podcast can relate to getting like way too attached to fictional characters.
0: Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Especially my King of the North, Rob Stark. Sorry, spoilers for Game of Thrones, but like, oh my god. Um. <laughs> anyway, so we get the social media montage of the aftermath and.
1: As I stated it's in the concerning. last... It's concerning. It is concerning. And as I stated in the last episode, I'm still mad at how they did this. I really... Yeah. I, I really think we were robbed of, like, emotional moments that would have been... I Like, it, it just feels like after such a crazy thing happened that it was just like, eh, this is the follow-up.
0: Meh. Yeah, totally. It was like, oh like 3 months later we skipped the whole summer vacation we skipped the whole aftermath of this bus crash and now it's like let's fast forward like we i like feel like we could have done a cold open of the aftermath and seeing people go into the hospital and like seeing just seeing where ev- like how everybody was in that moment and then like skip ahead like after the theme song even or like so- or just like a little bit like, just have, like, the opening, and then you can do the skip. I don't know.
1: Like, give me something. I want, like, like yeah. I said in the last one, like, I don't need, it. like, I, you know, I was talking about how it felt like a Grey's Anatomy ending to the last episode. Right. I don't need, like, the the violence aspect in any capacity. Like, that's not no. what I'm here for. That's not what I watched Degrassi for. <laughs> um, you know, I'll watch fucking Grey's Anatomy for that shit if I want to see, like, <laughs> crazy medical things. What I want is everyone who's emotionally affected being there, supporting each other, like, whether that's in the hospital or they're still together, like, at home or waiting or whatever. Like, I want to be there for that.
0: Yeah. And, like, maybe we'll get flashbacks later down the season. I have no idea, but it doesn't really seem like – it seems like they're just, like, trying to jump forward to make a point of, like – even though three months have gone by, people are still affected, but I feel like it would be more impactful if we did see the initial uh, like, reactions and trials and tribulations from this accident, but I don't know. It's disappointing for sure, um, but it's three months later. It's like the beginning of the next school year. Do we want to do fashion? Because my first note is about Jonah's hair. Everyone has new hair. Jonah has stopped straightening his hair, and it's very curly, and I am a much bigger fan of this hair than any of his other hair so far. Totally I agree. gotta say.
1: He looks more like a, a human person and not someone who's trying too hard.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh,
1: Winston just, has new yeah. hair. Uh, Zoe looks great. Zoe has a new look. She feels like a lot more pared down and made up than she used to be. It reminds me a lot of um, after Jenna had her baby.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She
1: like went with a much more like natural look than like the fully made up thing. And like, I feel like Zoe is doing the same thing. And I much prefer it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um... Lola's hair is blue now, and I think it's also cute.
1: Very cute. I love Hunter's shade.
0: hair is also longer now.
1: Yeah, that I don't care for as much. He, I don't mind it. it I don't. It's not my favorite. I don't know. Maybe it's because like the hair reminds me of like my ex boyfriend when he grew out his hair and it was just like <laughs> stringy.
0: Stringy. Yeah. I, it does. I think have. I think it does toe the line between being just like. St- between being stringy and like okay. Yeah. Like it's definitely gonna walk that line.
1: Um is um, doing like a cool braids thing in the opening scene that I'm into.
0: Uh Lola has terrible leggings on at some point in the episode. Zoe just ex- has like
1: oh,
0: sorry. I was just gonna say, just very bright and printed.
1: Ha- like that's not oh, a- popular look anymore by this time that was <laughs> no. definitely a thing but i think it was like 2014 it was a thing
0: yeah i like think we're like leggings and shit. i think we might be 2018 now right oh i have no idea like at least when the show came out i think we are because it's season three season one was 2016 so i think so I could be wrong though um i like zoe's like lacy pink shirt she has on toward the end i thought it was cute
1: my only other fashion note is i hate zoe's pants but i can't
0: remember which pants
1: but i think it's also towards the end
0: Mm, maybe it's the pants with the shirt i don't know um that's all i have though but yeah people are like getting to school jonah's hair is curly uh, Zoe and Grace are friends again, and apparently Zig and Esme are, like, fully a couple now. They're kissing. Um, and Tristan's in a coma. <laughs> like, yep. My notes are a little disjointed, I've got to say. Because okay. my um,
1: no- <laughs> Well, so Tristan is sitting... Uh, not Tristan. Ooh. Miles. Miles. Is, I, Miles is sitting with Tristan. Re- so we find out that he's reading this aloud, and it's like he's like, "This is my most recent oh, yeah. post on the page. It's my fiftieth post since the accident. Blink once if you totally loved it," which makes it fucking heartbreaking. And then Ugh. he's like, he's like, "Oh my god!" And he he thinks that Tristan squeezed his hand, right? Which as someone oh, he, who has watched okay. a lot of Grey's Anatomy. I know that that's not always... That
0: doesn't necessarily mean things are happening. Yeah. 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 I wasn't sure what they were going to do here. I wasn't sure if it was like, oh, and now he's awake or, oh, and now we're going to... It's going to be even sadder and we went with that one instead. So great fun time, Degrassi. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But then we're at school with Grace and Zoe and Zoe is getting ready to welcome Syrian refugees to Degrassi. Apparently, they raised $60,000 to, like, help make this a reality. And, of course, Zoe is starting to learn Arabic so she can communicate with them. And Grace thinks it's to impress the ladies that are coming. Um, But Zoe's like, girl, I don't have time for that right now. And apparently Zoe won, like, a special election to be president because tristan's in a coma but i also have a question of like how long like did we miss a, another presidential election where tristan got reelected? because it's a new school year now and i'm pretty sure he got elected to be president for this school year and the school year before so i'm confused
1: i'm also confused i'm also confused as to why a junior or I guess was was school president. Like, who are the seniors? Where are they?
0: And apparently, they're like a slacker class or something. Cause <laughs> I don't know. Cause I think I feel like we talked about that too. Like when Tristan was elected, where it's where it's like he's a junior though. So what's happening? I don't get it. Um. So I don't know. Either he like got reelected and we just didn't see it last year, or. I don't know. He gets a two-year reign because he's he got elected as a junior. No idea. Unclear. Um, um, but oh. now Zoe's president while he's in a coma.
1: Yes. Also, Winston and Zoe apparently worked together to raise the money and bring over the Syrian refugees. Right. So it's good, good to job, know Winston. that they kept up their friendship. And it's I feel like like uh, Miles in the is talking about like everyone's response to grief and trauma um and i feel like winston and zoe like just they did a great thing and like put that into like a really positive place of trying to save other people and help the world which i think is great
0: yeah and i'm glad they're still friends um but apparently zoe still has not told her mother that she is gay and she wants to wait until she goes to college because she doesn't want to deal with it. And Grace is like, you're going to have to tell her at some point. Come on. You know you're going to have to come clean. And I'm like, let's not rush her out of the closet. Also, her ca- you've met her mom. Her mom is scary. Her mom is Catholic. Like, we already know that Zoe has a very fraught relationship with her mom. I don't think she has to come out to her if she thinks it's unsafe. And I think we should respect that decision, but grace is a little pushy about it this episode which i was not a fan of
1: i think that people who aren't queer are less understanding of how much goes into coming out especially to family especially to conservative family
0: yeah yeah cause I, it's pro- I, i'm sure it comes from a good place of like you gotta be honest like. You gotta live your truth. Like it's gonna just eat you away. But it's like it's a little bit more nuanced than that. Sometimes it's to stay safe, um, and to just respond to your immediate situation. So I don't know. Um, but then we're with Lola, Shay, and Frankie. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, we're with Lola, Shay, and Frankie. And they're talking
1: about like their classes, and Lila is like, "Oh, we're totally gonna be in science together." And Shay is like, "No, remember, I'm 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 in junior science. I'm not in, I'm like a year ahead in science." And she was like, "Oh," and then Tiny is walking over, and Frankie is like, and Shay is like nervous, and Frankie is like go to him basically <laughs> And Lola's like, well you know you haven't even seen him all summer like you guys might not even feel the same way and frankie's basically like shut the fuck up lola and yeah. um shay goes over to tiny and they're like just staring at each other and zig comes over and he's like kiss her just kiss just kiss
0: and, <laughs> zig is and then all they us. do zig is yeah. all of us in
1: this moment and they do
0: and it it's cute i love it yeah and also, I guess this confirms that Shay did not go to that science camp like I thought she was going to. So I am—I was wrong about that. Did um, Tiny,
1: though, do we get that confirmation?
0: Well, she said she hadn't seen him all summer. And so that means she wouldn't have seen him at that camp, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, he also had just... <laughs> we also don't really know what the extent of everyone's injuries are because we uh, have not to learn any of this. So he could have been like, he could have just missed it entirely because he looked really rough when they in the like opener when he was being brought in.
0: Right. Like again, just no explanations yet. Whatever. Um, maybe we'll learn more later. I hope so. Um, but then in walks Gail and Hunter and they're holding hands and it's really cute. And Oh, yeah, and Hunter is returning to Degrassi. And my question, my first question was, how did his trial go? Wasn't it supposed to be a month, like, after the last time we saw them? I guess it went okay because he's back at Degrassi. But they make zero mention of his trial about the swatting. So.
1: There's so many things I need to know. know.
0: I don't know if we'll ever hear about that. (laughs) I'm just so confused. Because he was so, like... We were, like, they, like it was in the last episode that we talked about that, that they were setting him up for that. Maybe they postponed it because of the accident or something. I have no idea.
1: Can you guys write um, in and let
0: us know if you were also this frustrated? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Miles is trying to post on the Degrassi community page to, like, update everyone that Tristan's hand moved or something. But he can't post anything. And it seems like he's been blocked from the page. So then he goes and, like, asks Mr. Simpson about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, you've been blocked for posting upsetting posts. And he wants to avoid anything triggering going up on the page as everyone is still working to heal from the accident. And Miles is not happy about this. And I also think, like, I mean, like, I understand, but also Miles is going through... Like, something unimaginable right now. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't, and I guess I'd have to see, like, the content of his actual posts. But, who knows? I, like, I
1: don't, I, the censorship, I think, is yeah. I don't think that that is okay in any capacity. Also, if it's upsetting to people, they can very much mute him. Yeah. On, like, any social media. You can, you don't have, you can block someone's posts. You can mute them and still be on the same page like you can just ignore like you can not yeah to the point, and, like not just like just just ignore it don't pay attention to it you can fizz, like you can literally make it so that you can't see those posts so i think that blocking him is so, like if this is his i don't like mechanism,
0: it. yeah yeah it's a again it's like when lola and miles are talking later they do, they touch upon this like Their grief makes other people uncomfortable, so they just don't want to deal with it. And it's, like, extremely invalidating and probably is making, like, this horrible situation they're already going through feel so much worse because not only are they, not only is Miles' boyfriend in a fucking coma with, like, little information on, like, whether he's improving or not, he also gets, like, shamed for sharing his grief about the situation. It's just, and then is punished for sharing his grief about the situation on a community page that is supposed to be about community and like being there for one another in the aftermath of this tragedy. It's, it's horrible. It's so horrible.
1: It's really fucked up. I really hate this.
0: I think, yeah, it's really insensitive.
1: Also, it bums me out that the only times we ever see Simpson
0: are when he's fucking up seriously it's not a good look (laughs) yeah I yeah it's I don't like it but then we're back with Grace and Zoe and Grace is still pressuring her to come out and I'm like let her do it when she's ready also her mom and like yeah her mom sucks and this is when Zoe's like my mom is super Catholic like I'm afraid to come out to her. I don't want to do this right now. And Grace is like, dude, no one has a problem with gay people anymore. And I'm like, that is not true, Grace. (laughs) That is patently
1: untrue. Seriously. And then the Queer Straight Alliance comes. So basically, they're welcoming in the Syrian refugees into um, a space that they've made into a prayer room. And the Queer Straight Alliance stages a kiss-in which I think is an adorable protest (laughs) and very effective. I love
0: it. I kiss in because it was like the place where that they've turned into a prayer room used to be like their meeting space for the queer straight Alliance. And they think it's unfair that they got their office taken away and moved to like a closet essentially just to make space for these, for the new refugees who are here. And, Goldie is like, hey, like they're also probably a little bit more conservative, so we just want to make sure everyone's like feeling comfortable. And maybe you guys should go away. And VJ is like, oh, because they're more intolerant, they get the better room. This is not fair. We want justice. It's not handled very well by Goldie <laughs> and company. It is truly not. Um. Also, I uh, just logistically. Why there's got to
1: be more classrooms that you can use. Like also, why? Why is any club getting a designated room all to itself? Like that is not a thing. What kind of real estate does this school have that they just have rooms that are like, this is for the club that meets on
0: Tuesdays and nothing else. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Like not at all. And just use a classroom. There are so many classrooms. Yeah.
1: And VJ is like, this is homophobic, blah, 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 which is actually, yeah, It kind of is, man. Like, he's not wrong about, like, they're not wrong about any of this. And like Zoe is like, I can't be homophobic. He's like, why not? And
0: she's like, because I'm gay.
1: And it's like, well. (laughs) That's also. That's also not. That doesn't
0: mean that it's not homophobic. But but good for you, Zoe, for coming out (laughs) to this small group of people.
1: (laughs) I was very proud of her. I was like, all right. Yes. But also, like, if Zoe is going to. I love how she, like, comes out, like, later on but also, like, I love that it's so Zoe for her to come out just in a moment of, like,
0: haha, ha told you so. I'm proving yeah, you wrong. totally. And it's, it's, she's very matter-of-fact about it. Like, she doesn't even... She, like, it's not even, like... It doesn't even seem like something she's struggling to say. It's, like, it's just kind of, like, a gut, like, matter-of-fact reaction. And she's like, because I'm gay, so what are you going to do about it now? Leave. But she also says... The LGBT has already won their fights, which a is not totally true. Can we just make this about making the newcomers feel home? And I'm like, again, this is not the way to win this battle. I feel like we need more compromise here.
1: <laughs> totally agree.
0: Um, but then we are in class, and VJ and Baz are gossiping about Shay and Tiny. Like they're sitting behind Lola and gossiping about Shay and Tiny and how like oh my god they look so cute together. Oh my gosh. And Lola like turns around and is like well remember when like she she," I think she's like well Tiny and I were cute together too. And Baz is like I already totally forgot about that you guys dated. And Lola's getting really bitter about it. And she
1: posts the most just like so so shitty so shitty of her she posts a photo of her and kiss uh, her and tiny being like really like pda affectionate and she just captions it miss my pink hair hashtag tbt
0: yeah not a good look lola (laughs) are you moving your mic
1: no but it might be my headphones
0: Okay, I just keep hearing, like, swooshies. But if it's not picking up on your mic, then I think it's fine. I just want to make sure your audio is okay. I hope so. We'll find out. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's not a great look. Um, Oh, also, so then I think we're in a different scene. Apparently, nobody's seen Maya all day. I think, like, Jonah asked Grace, like, have you seen Maya? Like, where is she? I don't know. We don't see Maya at all in this episode. Um, but I think we're in class, yeah. and Miles I- is asking who reported him on the page.
1: Yeah. I can't figure out if this is an English class or, like, a group counseling. Because <laughs> it looks like it's pretty much all people that
0: were affected by the crash. Yeah, but it's the English teacher that we've had. So
1: I guess it's I guess it's just an English class. But yeah, Miles is like asking who reported it and no one's coming clean, but Esme is like, I for one am glad not to see your like super bummer posts like yeah. every day, blah blah blah.
0: I don't know. Esme sucks, man. Esme sucks and she's like, You're just like getting your hopes up. You're like your expectations are totally unrealistic. It's totally cruel. It's so cruel. Where she's like, you're in denial about Tristan waking up. Like, it's not going to happen. It's so awful. And I'm like, how are we, like, how is everyone just okay with her saying these awful things all the time? This is not the first time she has done this in a class to somebody. To, like, just antagonize them and be super mean.
1: She's fucking
0: horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is an English class cuz then the teacher gives them an, a gives them a what I did on my summer vacation assignment, which like writing seem, assignment. Which
1: seems like the wrong topic?
0: Yeah, it's like um we had a bus crash like and also you know who's in your class. Like almost everyone in the class was affected by this. Tristan has been posting about his summer vacation all summer on the degrassi community page like i feel like this was like pick a different topic bro (laughs) like (laughs) read the room i don't know um but then we're with goldie and zoe and Goldie's like, man, like that was awesome. How you? Ha-. I think Zoe's like, do you think it's okay how I handled that? And Goldie's like, yeah, I thought it was so great how you pretended to be gay to get out of that. <laughs> and Zoe's like, um, I was not pretending. And then Goldie gets all like, oh, uh, ooh, ooh, like tongue, like tongue-tied and awkward. And she's like, you don't look gay. And <laughs> she like doesn't know how to talk to her. Now she's like, but it's totally fine. Like I get, like I got, like yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I'm like okay, Goldie.
1: She's, uh, God bless. She's trying her best, but her best (laughs) kind (laughs) of sucks.
0: But then, like, Zoe gets a notification, and she asks Goldie to open her phone, and her password is 1234. Girl, you got to change that. And then, apparently, VJ has posted, like, a takedown video of about Zoe, saying, Our president is a self-hating gay who lets people trample all over our rights like it's 1999.
1: Also, and that's so not cool. Like, maybe, I no. guess he thought, like, he, he had to know that she wasn't fully out based on how shocked he was that she was yeah. saying that. So, it's like, uh, I just... It, it's hinky, but to me, it feels like he's purposely outing her and just, like, maybe just, like, not thinking it through, but it's still not fucking cool.
0: Yeah, it's not cool, but I think I will... I feel like I'm going to give him, like, a slight benefit of the doubt where I think it's just him being naive about it. Oh, yeah.
1: 100. I think it, rather it is... Rather than I
0: being, like, intentionally outing her. But it's still not great. I agree. I mean, he um, tends to,
1: like... His, he tends to kind of, like... Just jump to immediately posting something on YouTube oh, yeah. instead of like thinking through consequences. A hundred percent. That's just like the nature of being like fifteen or whatever, but and like having access to YouTube. I have no idea what that's like because I don't think YouTube existed when I was fifteen. Um,
0: and if it, it did, but like not in the way that it exists now. Yeah, it was like it early was like days. keyboard cat and like. The evolution of dance and, like, people posting, like, skits. Like, I don't even think, bl- like, vlog... Vlogging was barely a thing. And, like, rage videos and, like, takedown videos or, like, shit posts and whatever. That kind... Like, drama channels. That was... That wasn't a thing at all in, like, 2006, 2007. Definitely not. Not at all. Definitely <laughs> not. Like... I don't even... Even... Yeah. No. Definitely not. Um, But... Yeah. But then Zoe freaks out because she's like, fuck, I can't have this on the internet. My mom doesn't know that I'm gay and I don't want her to find out like this. And it's just like, oh, God, this is not good. Um, And she tries to grab the phone. I I was like, no, don't do it while you're trying
1: to pull out of a parking space. But she drives her car into a fire hydrant
0: yeah not great um but then we're back at the doctor's miles comes to visit tristan and to check in and like see what they said about tristan moving his hand and tristan's mom is there and she's like being really cagey and kind of trying to like not totally rain on miles's parade but it's like The doctors say, like, they hope he's going to do better, but it doesn't really actually look like anything's changed, even though he did move his hand. And then we just get a heartbreaking line from Miles where he asks, do they think he's ever going to be normal again? And it's just like, ugh, it's so heart-wrenching. And I'm like, Miles does not fucking deserve this. Like... This child has been through so much, and now his boyfriend's in a goddamn coma. Also, Tristan doesn't deserve this. I know a lot of people hate him, but, like, this is this fucking sucks so much. It's horrible. Also, way to put one of the only gay characters in a coma. Like, come on. Seriously.
1: Also, I just, uh, it breaks my fucking heart, and his mom makes the good point of, I I truly, like, I don't understand medical things that much, but I just, like, I'm vaguely aware that once you've been in a coma for a certain amount of time, y- your brain activity is just... You don't come out of it the same if you ever come out of it. And it's less and yeah. less likely the more you're under.
0: Yeah. If I've learned anything from Grey's Anatomy... Yeah,
1: everything I know about medical <laughs> science, I know from fucking Grey's Anatomy. So, like, let's exactly. not take me seriously, but...
0: Take it with a big fat grain of salt.
1: <laughs> truly. But, yeah, his mom is is, like... He's been in this coma for how Mo- long?
0: like three months. Yeah.
1: I think she yeah. says, I think the exact number she says, he's been in the, she's like, you know, he's been under for like 10 weeks. So yeah. they're not it's a long op- time. They're not optimistic.
0: Yeah. It's so fucking sad. I'm so bummed out about this. Um, But then, yeah, we're back with Zoe, who was. Ran, run into a fire hydrant, and her mom is here, and is already being a bitch about this. And like, instead of being like, "Oh, are you okay, Zoe? Like, what happened?" It's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you were in the car or something like that." Yeah, she's like, you know, your stepdad really didn't have to buy you this car. Yeah. Also, her and... new stepdad sounds
1: really nice.
0: Like, for, <laughs> I was gonna,
1: I was really like expecting him to be an asshole because her mom is so terrible, but he's the only one who asks how she is, and he was like. He's like, it's a small deductible. The car will be fine. More importantly,
0: how are you? Yeah, yeah. Thank God. (laughs) Um, but then she's like, kind of brings up the video, and her mom is like, "Oh God, the things he said about you were so awful, and like the fact that he called you gay. Like, I don't think you should worry about. I don't think anyone's gonna believe you. Believe that it's disgusting. Like, basically, like she." She understands that VJ posted a mean video about Zoe, but she thinks everything was a lie, which means she sees being called gay as an insult, and it's just, it's not great. It's not great. Yeah. We learned that Zoe's
1: uh, interpretation of her mother's reaction is probably pretty spot on.
0: Uh, Yes. Uh, But then we're with Lola and Frankie, like, walking into class, and lola's talking about how she wants to do fashion club this year because she wants it to just be a girl's thing and frankie's like well how do you know jonah doesn't want to join fashion club like they're joking around but then shay storms in obviously pissed about the photo that lola posted and lola's not backing down at all (laughs) she's like i didn't do anything wrong like it's fine he was my boyfriend first yeah and then they start subtweeting each other, like in the middle of class. And Lola's like, "Your BFF shouldn't be allowed to control what pictures you post. Like, if you agree, retweet, retweet to disagree." And they're just like kind of going back and forth like this. And then they get caught by Mr. Perino. And oh, and they are calling them indirects instead of like subtweeting. It's indirect. They're indirect messaging about each other. Yeah, what? indirect indirect tweeting but i can't i forget what they call twitter on the show it's like i don't know you like send like a like a peep or something i can't remember um and instead of like punishing them he's like all right well let's incorporate this into our lesson cuz they're like talking about like law or something <laughs> Yeah, law regarding
1: like law in relation to social media cases. I can't figure out what
0: this class is, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Um, but then we are with Zoe again, talking with grace and just kind of talking about how like she's now, she's in a lose, lose situation. Like she's either, she can either tell her mom and have her mom, react poorly about her being gay or she can not tell her mom and then just have the secret between them forever it's like she's in a she feels trapped uh grace is a little concerned and is like making sure she's not hurting herself anymore or like you don't have those urges anymore right and is always like no like i try i'm trying to keep it under control thankfully And then she decides that the refugees and the QSA can just share the room because I think Baz comes in, or I know he doesn't. I don't remember how she just makes this decision, but she decides compromise is the best answer. Yeah. (laughs) But then we're with Baz, and we're back in class, and Baz is like basically defending Lola's position, and Yale is defending uh, Shay's position. And Frankie's the judge for some reason. It's a mess. And I, I, Lola.
1: It, it makes sense to me that Frankie's the judge because she's, like, right in the middle of the two of them. Yeah. So he, she is probably, she's somehow both the most and least biased. True. Um, True. And it fully tracks to me that Baz is the defense lawyer.
0: Oh, a 100%. 100%. <laughs> um but like while Lola's on the stand, she she just eventually has an outburst of like, you stole him from me, go to hell, la la la. She kind of blows up and she like runs out into the hallway and while she's out there, she runs into Miles who's like ripping down shit off the walls and then they hear like a teacher coming so they run and they hide from the teachers so they both don't get in trouble And, um, then they kind of start talking about their, both of their forms of grief. And Miles is like, there's no such thing as a safe space for everyone. And Lola's like, it's like we're hurting, but we're not allowed to talk about our pain because it makes them feel uncomfortable. And they're just kind of relating with one another on the pain that they're in, but not really having anyone being sympathetic to that and it seems like a nice friendship is forming but i'm also kind of skeptical of whether the show is going to keep this a friendship or try to make this a thing and i don't know how i feel about it oh,
1: i hope they don't make it a thing i would fucking hate that lola also <laughs> has one of her like once in a while she'll just be really like poignant and yeah it was a fun time so she has a few like really great definitely moments in this which, like I feel for her. I do as much as we like. Obviously, prefer shiny, and they are meant to be hashtag OTP. Whatever. Um, <laughs>
0: like that it still is, does suck.
1: It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. And she tried her best to be the bigger person, and you know, she's they're, they're kids. Like there's only so much they can do.
0: Yeah. Um, but then we're with Z- we're back in class. We're talking about we're. Do- we're reading our like r- writing assignments about the summer. Zig talks about his like dancing stuff, and Miles goes up next and has visual aids, and the slideshow is obviously about Tristan, and he's showing kind of graphic photos, and is trying to power through and yell over everyone's like protesting. And he says, Have you ever loved somebody so much you just wish you could take away their pain and give it to yourself? The teacher does not like this. He wants him to take this PowerPoint down. And he's just so sad and he doesn't want anyone to give up on Tristan. And Esme's being kind of a dick again. And Miles shoots huge dick again. And Miles shoots back at her, like, just because everyone leaves you doesn't mean he's leaving me, okay? And I'm like, fuck, that's harsh. And then she hits him, and it's, like, a whole big thing. But I'm also like, I mean, that was a mean thing to say, but Esme's been fucking shitty. <laughs> so I'm like, mm, she's horrible. sorry, T-Miles, I don't, mm. Um, it extremely struck a nerve. And then Miles is held after class, the only one to be held after class. It's, like, it's a big it's a big blow up. It's a big thing. I hope that Esme got in trouble so as well
1: for pushing him.
0: For actually assaulting him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm. I'm my thinking slash hope is that she also got detention, and they just made their detention separate to avoid more conflict. I hope so.
0: Um, but then we are oh also like Zoe. Sorry. Sorry. We
1: find out did
0: you mention that Maya is still gone? Well, I was about to say I think we're like lining up or we're getting ready to watch Zoe give a welcome speech and Jonah makes like another like, "Oh, have you seen Maya?" like comment. So at this point, it's been at least a couple of days, I think since school started. Um and yeah, Maya is still missing. And Zoe gives a welcome speech to the refugees and to everyone coming back to school. And she comes out in her speech. And she's not afraid anymore. And it's very nice. And Grace is proud. And I'm proud. And I'm happy for Zoe. Me too. I
1: I loved it. It was a great speech. I mean, granted, it was a speech a lot about her, um, which is <laughs> supposed to be a welcome speech to other people. But I still love it. And then yeah. Goldie comes over with one of the Syrian refugees, um, this girl, and she like th- she basically like thanked Zoe for including the QSA cuz she was like that never would have happened in Syria, like very cool. Yeah. So, and it's is like, there a
0: spark? I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Zoe kind of gives her eyes as she walks away, so who knows? I don't know. Um But then we're in detention. Lola and Miles are in detention together. And they're going to be each other's, like, emotional support buddies because no one else is, like, listening to them. And they're exchanging. I think she friend requests him on oomph chat or something. And, like, while he's in the middle of scrolling through photos of him and Miles, he gets, like, an oomph chat friend request from Lola. And it's like, okay, I guess this is... For possibly the beginning of a beautiful friendship I guess we'll see I hope so also she says I'm so glad I found someone who understands my
1: grief which on one hand yes they both like understand each other's position of like feeling something deep and sad and heavy and no one wants to hear it but on the other hand is it comparable mm, yeah grief wise yeah. is it comparable <laughs>
0: I don't want to like qualify anyone's grief, but I feel like we could have used a different word choice. I think that's it. I think think the word grief
1: is really what throws me off because I'm like, "Mm." also my Maya theory is that she fucked up her arms beyond repair
0: and she can't play music anymore. She can't play
1: music anymore. Yeah,
0: totally. I totally thought about that too. Yeah. She can still produce and write though, girl. I know
1: she was just having a whole arc about how she's going to write more.
0: Yeah. But, but I don't know. We've already seen a lot of things fall to the wayside so far about like plots that they set up in the last season. So who knows? We'll see. Will Peter come back? I don't know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's the end of the episode. Do we have a spirit squad captain? L- or Zoe for coming out. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Zoe to for the coming school. Out. Yeah. Um, I'm, ship. I'm shipping trials. I feel so sad. Oh, I know it's so depressing. And I guess I'll friendship, Lola and Miles for now because it seems like it's like I'm glad they at least have each other at this moment. Yeah. But I'm I'm st- I'm very worried. I'm like I don't I don't know if I want this to be a thing. I'm skeptical. so. I'm worried about that, um. But all right, do we have we have Grapevine? I believe yes, we do. Have we have an, an email. email, so it's a game as well. From oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher this name. O Ol- Olayemi Olayemi. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh, you <laughs> we know got what? a. They, they
1: sign it as Toby.
0: Oh, Toby from Toby. Okay. Um, and it is a who would game. So we're just going to play a game about like who would do whatever in the Degrassi universe. So the first question. Oh, and they have also answered these questions, but I guess we can do that as well. So who would be an anti-masker? I guess we can say our answers first, and then we'll go through theirs. Yeah, um, I would guess hmm,
1: it's tricky.
0: I think we've said Emma. I think Emma could Emma would either be an anti-masker, or she would hardcore shame people for not wearing masks. There's no in between for her. She would be either one of those. I think Jay and Spinner oh Jay oh totally so then if Spinner was then Emma would probably would be too then like I feel like Emma would also be an anti-vaxxer oh, so that's I feel like that's sure. in line with anti-masking maybe yeah um so I guess I'll go down what they said Bruce he gives me libertarian vibes <laughs> I would agree with that also remember Bruce the moose Vaguely. barely Possibly the whole Edwards family, if not just Darcy. I don't think Claire would be, but I think I could see her parents being anti-mask. Hell yeah. Because they're like religious. Uh, Jay and would try to convince Alex it's a hoax and she'd call him an idiot every time. <laughs> yep. Early season Anya, similar to Jay. Holly J Jay would, would judge her for it, but still hang out with her in her mask. Um, Marisol. I can see that. Sully, Sean's brother. Tracker. Tracker. Never forget Tracker. How do oh, we forget Ash-
1: everyone else's name, like, who's the current <laughs> character? But we're like, oh, no, Tracker, right at the top. Tracker.
0: What about skills? Oh, my God. <laughs> With Z. Um, Ashley. She'd do it for the first couple months, then say, we can't stop living our lives. We need to go back to normal. Yeah. I think that's extremely accurate. Lucas. I would also add Owen to this list. Oh, now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, he would a thousand percent be anti-mask. Also, where the hell Derek, is Owen? Dave. Yeah, I don't know. He's not here checking on his brother who's in a fucking coma. Although he's was never the most sensitive person either. I mean, right. I get he, sometimes he had a soft spot for his brother, but I don't know. We just are pretending Owen didn't exi- doesn't exist anymore. Okay. The next, oh God, who's obsessed with Pizzagate? Mm. I don't really know what that is. <laughs>
1: like the, you know, like QAnon or QAnon or however that's pronounced. Those like super conspiracy theory people who are like, the Democrats are sex traffickers. And Pizzagate was oh, like God. when they were like the basement, the basement of this one pizza place in D.C., is like a sex trafficking ring that the that Hillary is running, and like some guy actually went in there with a gun and right. like tried to shoot it up. Right. Remember 2016. Oh God. Uh, but QAnon
0: is still a fucking thing. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'll just I'm just gonna read through theirs so and maybe I'll be inspired. Casey. Ellie. Not because she believes in it, but the idea that people do interest her. Ellie's, like, writing, like, Twitter threads about it. (laughs) Mo, Come on, it's Mo. (laughs) Marisol. Toby and JT. They would have a field day with this until Toby got back to his senses. Dave. And he might get Wesley into it, too. Pre-glow-up Danny and Derek. (laughs) Cosign. Also, Derek never had a glow-up, so... I think the glow up is supposed to be only ascribed to Danny here. Um, Yeah, I think all of those are correct. I don't know about Marisol. Maybe just because if Mo Mo maybe would drag her into it, I don't think Marisol would care. Honestly, yeah, me neither. I don't. I don't think Marisol
1: would be an anti-masker either. I think Marisol would be like fine with wearing a mask going into places. I just think that she also wouldn't stop like going to parties
0: true true um and then the last one is who would drop out of school once they announced it was all online
1: (laughs) um so i i mean i think zig i think oh yeah i mean jade just never went anyway um you know spinner um i'm trying to think of who else peter yeah, Peter would drop out for sure. I think Mia would drop out for sure. Um
0: Alex like pre-page Alex. Yeah. Um
1: I'm trying to think. I guess that's it for me. So, oh, they Sean, said, Sean
0: would definitely drop out. Oh yeah. He would just drop out, and get his GED and like work at like a car fixy place. Or something. Yeah. Um, so Toby says, Hazel, I don't think she I don't think she doesn't care about school, but the social aspect would be a big deal for her. I don't think she would drop out though. Me neither. She just I think she'd just do school at Paige's house or something. Yeah. <laughs> they they would like all they'd all form like a bubble or whatever, like a quarantine bubble or a hive or whatever the fuck kids are doing. Like, for homeschooling, yeah. they would be in their own, like, they would just do it together. Spinner, maybe Manny. I I think Manny could go either way. Totally. Zig, I just wouldn't be surprised if he did. Owen, Drew, pre his presidency, even during his presidency, Drew. Like, Drew let's would, be real. Drew
1: would immediately drop out,
0: yeah. <laughs> Drew would drop out and, like, work out a mall kiosk. Oh, wait. <laughs> Uh, Peter and then Fiona, Fiona, maybe, but I think it depends on like which Fiona we're talking about, like where, where she is like emotionally in the show. Um, but that's the email. That's it. That's all we got. So thank you very much for sending that. Um, and if you'd like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod and you can email us at podcast at gmail.com and you can listen to us pretty much anywhere but if you're on Apple Podcasts if you could rate, review, and subscribe that would be super cool and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular
1: and you can follow me on Instagram at KellerHighWater or you can follow me on Twitter at Sucks with a Z at the end <laughs> or sorry my shit got so long or you can listen to my other podcast the Halloween episode where I talk about Halloween episodes of television shows, primarily
0: 90s ones, with
1: Sean P. Quigley.
0: (laughs) Um, And in terms of recommending other things, uh, last night I watched for the first time Dirty Dancing 2, Havana Nights, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was also in an altered state, so... Stakes were high for me, but Diego, like young Diego Luna's in it, so what's not to like? I'll recommend that. The movie is wild, by the way. It's like it was made in 2004, and some of the diegetic music in it sounds like it was made in 2004, so it's very confusing. Also, it takes place technically before the first Dirty Dancing movie, but a much older Patrick Swayze makes a cameo in it. I don't understand what's happening it, with it, but It's a fun time.
1: All right. Um, I'm going to recommend a murdery podcast. It's called The Piketon Massacre. It's crazy. Um, The show is really well done. It's about this, like, small town where an entire family was murdered. Um, Oh, damn. And I don't just mean, like, mom, dad, kids. I mean, like, extended family who all lived, like, around the town. Like, different houses. Some of the kids were left alive. They're, they have like people in custody, but they also might think it could be something else. It's just twists and turns, super crazy, Piked a Massacre.
0: Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, all right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song, and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.